about Ross and Patrick. I don't care. Yeah, like, who cares? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Mm, maybe we'll have a guest or two. The world's going up in flames, so, like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? We care. Gross. <laughs> Hey guys, we're coming to you live from New London, Connecticut right now at about 1 a.m., which means this is going to be the hottest podcast off the presses ever, I think. Hottest off the presses. You uh, pulled it out of me and you insisted we must give the people what they want. Getting you out of bed. Yeah, you were uh, you were comatose up there. We we made a plan to nap for 15 minutes. We know better. What are we doing? We know better. We're like, yeah, let's take a quick power nap and then we'll then we'll get to work. And like you definitely knew better with me. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't because you were very convincing. <laughs> You're very convincing that this this plan would work. Uh, we should set the stage. We're on vacation. On as we know, you love to set the stage, set the stars. Let's paint a picture and set the stage. Mm-hmm. We're in New London, Connecticut, playing house in your parents' home, mm-hmm. which was also your home growing up. And we're on vacation. We're on day four of vacation. Five, Wednesday, Thursday. We came Thursday. No, we came Wednesday. Oh. You nut. We're on our fourth or fifth day of vacation. Lots of lounging, lots of chilling, lots of beach time, lots of time with friends, lots of quality time with our dog daughter, Peggy. And today was a long, beautiful, sunny day of exercise and beach and junk food and fun and frolic with Eddie and Gregory. And we get home, Eddie and Gregory leave. They head back to New York and we are spent we're on the couch i was actually literally sleeping on the floor for a while there and we said you know let's go upstairs and take a power nap and then we will podcast and i definitely in my like manipulative weasel brain i was just like surely now that we're up here like this ain't happening no i'm like he's he's asleep we're in the bed the office is on like this is we're done yeah. Good night. You're like, school is definitely getting canceled tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a snowstorm yeah. brewing. Yeah. They're going to cancel it. No way teacher's coming. Yep. But then... But, of course, you're like, okay, I took my nap. I'm up, and I'm going to go downstairs, and I'm going to set up the podcast gear, and then I'm going to take a shower, and I'm going to keep checking in like a thoughtful husband. <laughs> well, I appreciate you rallying. I can tell uh, this was the last thing you probably want it to be doing but it makes me happy that we're doing it we're we're like being very consistent is this episode 49 i think so i think we're one away from 50 so i think our fans are happy that we're doing it fans fan are you happy (laughs) i think they're happy uh i'm certainly happy we're doing it and we have so much to talk about i mean we could just talk about vacation in general we could talk about your childhood home. We could talk about walking the dog in the neighborhood. I'm having real suburban fantasies here. I know you really are, I think, aren't you? I'm like, what would I do with this little garage out back? You know, would I put some shelves in here? Would I get a circular saw? What would I cut on those sawhorses you have out there? You do get to see. We have sawhorses. <laughs> yeah, there's two yellow sawhorses in your garage. Um, 
you got you do begin to see why people do this. Yeah. You know, we've always considered ourselves city folk. Yeah. Where we're just like, ugh, get me out of the suburbs, far away. Get me amongst the people and the diversity. Would you say where you grew up was the suburbs? Yeah, I guess. Well, I don't know what a suburb is exactly. I guess suburbs indicates like right outside an urban area where people... suburban. Where people who live there work in an urban environment. I guess my hometown is more rural. Yeah. People do... Where upstate where I'm from, people do commute into the city. Some people do. I would say like the town of Newburgh or Newburgh itself, those are more like suburbs. Yeah. Uh, but the hamlet of Wallkill, it's like weird because it's there's it's surrounded by farms, but it's a little neighborhood. I think people just use the word suburban to you know, be like an umbrella term yeah. of like small town life yeah i i think where i'm from is more suburban than rural even though there's lots of farms it's certainly more rural than here yeah yeah here there's lots of industry right around new london connecticut we've got a sub base a u.s sub base submarine naval base we met we met a gang of young people on a beach that were all here for summer internships to work at electric boat and Pfizer. Yeah, Electric Boat is a boat manufacturing factory or shipyard or something right over here. Lived here a lot of my life, couldn't tell you. I think they probably have a lot of big government contracts. And then Pfizer, which is a very, it's a, it's sort of a mom and pop corporation. Yeah, you might be familiar. They do a lot of good work, you know. <laughs> uh, they put out Viagra. That's one of their hits. Yeah, that is one of their hits. Yeah, these uh, like 19-year-old college interns on the beach were walking peg and They loved her. She got a lot of love on a lot of her walks. She really did. I mean, I got to say, you take you take a dog for a walk in Bushwick. You're walking down the street. She's going for chicken bones. She's going for greasy napkins. She's going for, you know, like, you know, when you you get like a bacon, egg and cheese and you get like a little zebra cake and you you get in a paper bag and you eat it on a park bench and then. You finish it and you take your trash and you say, you know what? Fuck it. I don't need to find a trash can. I'm just going to discard this on the street. Well, guess what? My dog, Peggy, she's coming for your trash. So throw it in a can, please. I will say I actually just find that she sniffs trash. She doesn't actually go after it. Well, the long point I'm trying to get to is that like it's no zebra nice. cake trash here. <laughs> it's really nice to just walk your dog and not really worry about where she's putting her face. It's true. Like certainly there's some weird things on the ground here too, but like th- we are a long way from Bushwick right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's like all the houses here are very well groomed. Uh there seems people wave to each other. Like Eddie went for a ran. Uh, Eddie went for a run the other morning he and he, fucking ran it up. Yeah, and he even commented that like people are nice here. Uh, so I, I I get like it it starts to make sense why you know you hear people say like oh I just you know had to get out of the city I had to get you know the space and yeah you know you live next door to a family that like literally looks like us like I know. they're both tattooed you know they they've got what is it three kids they have three kids they're dragging three kids two dogs two around dogs. there's both school teachers 
young family in this house. Yeah. Which they're adorable and they, they look very happy. I wouldn't necessarily want all that because I'm a little too selfish. But <laughs> I I get why you'd want like the space. Yeah. You know? And Bushwick, like, we see that too. In our building, there's lots of young families. Yeah. Um, and I think we could do it. But yeah, it's it's just like, I don't know. It's also, we're right at the summer, summer solstice here, you know? Summer solstice, welcome. So people, everything just feels great. The air feels great. Yeah, we're like at like peak like this place is great and like I remember as a kid growing up thinking that like the summertime was great here because the beaches are close by and you know it was like it was fun it's nice it's like sunny and the fresh salt air and but certainly like having a dog being in my 30s here with my husband uh is affecting me and in a way where I'm like, this place ain't so bad. Yeah. Well, you also, I mean, love your parents. Your but they're parents not here. Are amazing. <laughs> but they're not here. Like, we have the rule of the roost. Is that how it goes? I don't the, know. The run of the roost. Like, we have the place to ourselves, and that is, it feels luxurious. It feels like we're in an Airbnb that we don't have to pay for, and you know exactly where everything is. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm like less worried about stuff everywhere (laughs) yeah um which of course we'll have to do a tidy oh no we're leaving a mess paul and jane you're fucked (laughs) you got pegged yeah it's um i don't even i think probably i've never had this experience before where i'm like it's just me and you and now we have a dog and we're just like in the house and it's nice cooking meals we made a delicious meal the other day i'm being so vague i feel like i just keep saying you know it's nice (laughs) you know vacation it's nice i'm too tired to uh really fill out the description so i apologize Uh, it's no problem i'll get into the details yeah we picked up eddie from the uh, old saybrook train station on friday afternoon and uh we drove over to flanders fish market picked up Picked up three tuna steaks, guys. We got three tuna steaks, a pint of potato salad, a pint of coleslaw salad, two birch and cream sodas, all for like $31, which we then tossed up a green salad. We had the ingredients from the night before. You and I went went on a stop and shop around Thursday night, like a real Mm. suburban couple Mm -hmm. going grocery shopping, just the two of us. And uh, we we cooked up this uh, tuna dinner, uh, quick, quick little just pan like a, seared, just like a quick tuna dinner, you know, just like a sushi grade, you know, medium to medium rare, yeah, tuna dinner. Well, it was quick because it literally took ninety seconds it on was each side. Really good. Uh, you two s- tossed up a salad, and we had this like nice little like dinner as a f- like family dinner. Yeah, it was lovely. Uh, and Flanders Fish Market, we just had visited there for Aunt Sue's uh, uh, post-funeral celebration Post-funeral showdown, showcase showdown. Yeah, there was, um, you know, Alex Trebek was there for the showcase showdown. 
Oh, uh, Showcase Showdown is Bob, Bob Barker. Barker. Yeah, he was there with his long stick mic. Oh, man. And uh, Please don't forget to spay and neuter your pets, okay? Yeah. Uh, he was there, and um, yeah, so we went back, and the gal were asking for fish recommendations. Uh this was interesting because she had lots of specifics. She had so many specifics. She was like, I really like this. This is really good. If you're planning on cooking it like this, this is a good idea. These are really fresh. I like these. She goes, but you know, I don't really like fish. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> well, yeah, because I think at one point you're like, well, what about these two? What are the best between these two? And she's like, you know, I don't really like fish. So I'm like, how, like, I think she was just repeating things she heard other people say. But it didn't feel like that, though. Yeah, that's that's how sociopaths sound. They just sound so. She was a sociopathic teenage girl from Flanders, no. Connecticut, that you can't trust. Eastline Flanders is just like a little. That's like not a town. It's just like a nook. That was East Lime, the town we were in. Yeah. I mean, I got to get to know these towns. I might end up living in Connecticut. <laughs> I might be a new London, Connecticut guy. Oh, my God. My dad would just lose it. In a positive way? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. He loves this little city. It's a cool... I like it. I even like the downtown. Your mom was mugged back in the 80s. Right in front of you. <laughs> it was the 90s. It was the 80s. Crack was back. It was uh, 1980. <laughs> 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 Uh, no, it was ninety. It was ninety three or ninety. I mean, it does remind me of Newburgh. Newburgh, New York, is also a depressed city. I mean, this city is nowhere near as depressed as that because at least here there is Pfizer and Electric Boat and these bigger companies. There's the casinos nearby, and there's like beaches and like nice homes. Yeah, well, I guess I'm talking like economically depressed. Like people are working here, you know. Yes. Uh, even people in downtown, like so I'm sure there's crime and there's drugs and all that stuff, but it's very, it's not known it's, for that. Though. No, no. And like you could tell there's probably areas you may want to avoid or yeah, double course. check. You locked your doors in the yeah, car or whatever. For sure. Uh, Oh, that was a nice little sidebar. We went on Thursday night. Uh, was it after grocery shopping? We went to ocean pizza. Yeah. A classic. No, that wasn't after grocery shopping. That was after yoga. Oh, yes. Yoga. Was that Thursday night? Yes. I'm confused. Oh, Wednesday night we went grocery shopping. Yeah, we did come up on Wednesday. Hun, you yes. get it now? I need a calendar. You know, I need a calendar. I need a timeline. Is this minutia interesting to y'all? Yes. A hundred percent. So then we were here, and then we were there, and then we did this, and then we did that. Yeah. Oh, welcome to New London, and it's a depressed city. <laughs> um, I think the bottom line, hun, let's get to the bottom well, line. I want to get into Ocean Pizza, because what a <laughs> scene. Like, how does that place not have its own sitcom or reality show? Because I don't think it's that interesting. But Like, they don't have the internet there. No. They don't have a computer there. There's they're, a cash register that behind the thing that probably doesn't plug in. They're still doing paper placemats with advertisements all over Yes, it, and you know? lots of headshots. And I recognized two... Was it two? 
I think there was like one or two women there that I was like, oh, you definitely worked here when I was a small child, like yeah. three or four years old, because that's like when my parents would take me there. Like post soccer game. Well, you're saying that because we saw two little girls that were talking about their soccer game. I never played soccer, so no, they did not take me post-soccer game. Post-wiffle um, ball championships. I wasn't doing any of that. They were just taking me there for pizza. <laughs> Post-swim meet celebration pepperoni personal pan pizza. I was surprised that we we shared what they call a personal pan, which is not like us. Um, it was exciting to have uh, Eddie Mraz here, so he really helps us lean in to... Um, just like luxury and decadence our gluttonous desires yeah we were just like well of course we're gonna have this and we're gonna have this and we're gonna make four pots of coffee and oh that's what i was gonna do i was gonna drink coffee while we did this but there's some ice in the fridge if you want to make some we're already in and well we do have two and a half more hours of podcast <laughs> to go ladies and gentlemen because there's lots of details lots of minutiae <laughs> this is the new london minutiae hour yes welcome Oh, I'm sorry for yawning in the mic, guys. It's one of those episodes. I feel like... Um, no, this is a throwaway one. This one is literally so that we can say we've been doing this week in, week out since mid-November. We've never missed a Monday. Are y'all enjoying this throwaway podcast? So this is a throwaway one. We've got no chance at anyone listening at this point. We're still under a half an hour, so we should at least get to a half an hour and then see what happens. Ooh, and uh, then see what happens. You never know. This this ship might turn right around. That's right. That's right. This might ship. This might ship turn around. It might ship shape. Oh, I just want to be like a donut, like a yeah, Peggy, doggy donut on that couch with Peggy's our. Peggy's in a donut formation. Oh, I'm all over the place, but watching Uncle Gregory nuzzle with peg today was just really sweet just warmed your heart and um not that anyone gives a shit about our dog but guess what everybody we're still obsessed and she's the who cares podcast mascot, mascot. so yeah. get on board or get out of town yeah she's enthralled by this she is uh <laughs> she's in a donut formation which means she's curled up in a little circle on the couch with her nose firmly implanted in her own anus it appears no and i think she just breathes in her own farts she likes to do this a lot of deep sighs like (laughs) a lot of like i'm thinking about life and it's feeling pretty good Uh, i okay like it's satisfied like it's a satisfied sigh like she's finally just like letting go like she's been revved up she's running around and now she's exhausted she's tired and she's just like (sighs) (laughs) well the kids are in bed i got my groceries taken care of and Uh, put away dishes are done i'm going to bed (sighs) finally i can relax wasn't that um, a nice walk I went on today? I sniffed <laughs> some lawns. I ran through a baseball field. I got lots of treats. But why <sighs> I was bringing it up is that you and Uncle Gregory took her off leash today. And yeah. you and Greg, thank God, like ran her around because I didn't want to do that. Yeah, we, we, I, well, I'm all about tiring her out on a walk because then when she gets back here, She's just a handful when she's just wanting to get into trouble. She wants to tug a war. She wants to bite at my knees a little bit. 
She bit the back of my head the other day. And it's not only you. hard bites. She's only doing it to you. Not hard bites, but it's just like, come on, let's play. Let's have fun. So if I run with her, we yeah, we ran through the field a good bit. It's it's in the name of uh, making it so that she's walking in the door tired. But it is fun to see her Which run I, through some tall grass. She looks like a, she looks like a, uh, I guess a, that's a, one of those wild horses on a beach, just in slow oh, motion, yeah. just galloping. We should take some slow mo video of her tomorrow. Um, I guess that's what people do with kids, right? That's why they like take them to parks for a long time or whatever, because yeah. they're like, we got to get this thing outside and tire it out. Yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna learn a lot of tactics. Yeah, I think like. You could just like put the end of a rope in a kid's mouth and play tug of war. Yeah, with it. I think the same applies for sure. Just tire that kid out, tug of war, strengthen their jaw. Yeah. <laughs> um. I am. I'm at a loss. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well. So we we had meals. Uh. We. <laughs> Went to the beach twice. We've got another beach visit on the schedule. Oh, also... Um, we did double beach tour. I got my period today. Oh, and yeah. And the cramps really kicked in. So I'm going to blame that as part of this. Also, I'm feeling very tired. I'm actually starting to feel the cramps coming back at this moment. Um, so I definitely need to dose up yeah. with some ibuprofen. Um, they came to visit you at the beach today too yeah but they kind of stayed off for a little while like it wasn't toward it wasn't until the tail end so I didn't feel like I got gypped of the beach day or anything but um, it's just we needed to get out we needed we need to get out of the city we needed quality time together we needed to unwind unplug yeah and here we are plugged in and here we are like there's so many wires in front of us right now there are a lot of wires yeah um, I feel like as soon as you said this is a throwaway episode, I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm really going to lean into that then. What does that mean then? No, I'm just saying like, you know, all I need is like an excuse Yeah. to just be like, oh, you think it's a throwaway episode? Great. Cause mm-hmm. does that mean we can wrap up? <laughs> <laughs> um, what else, hon? Uh, what's the difference between Ocean Beach and Waterford Beach? Because um, we went to two beaches. Oh, my God. Should I tell the umbrella story? Oh, man. You really... <laughs> yeah, Ross went full. It was almost like we did have a four-year-old child at home. Oh, stop. Like, Peggy is our daughter. She's at home, but adults are going to the beach, and we just want to have a nice day at the beach. And then you're encountered with the rules. I went full white woman, like, let me speak to your manager, realness. And, uh, I mean, it was just absurd. It was like the, the... Well, I'll set us up. We so when I go to the beach, I can't be in the sun. I love the we beach. We need an umbrella. Love the beach. I can't survive in the sun. I sun burns me so quick. I'm covered in sunburn right uh, now. By are the way. you? Not covered. It's not bad, but like I definitely got toasted up pretty good oh, today. No. Uh, so I need cover. I need an umbrella and he like an idiot. Cover. Like an idiot. I forgot all my beach supplies on this trip. 
I knew I was on, going on vacation. Left my beach yeah, stuff at home. Yeah, but you also knew that my parents have beach supplies. Yeah, but I'm talking Kadima paddles, extra balls, kite, mm-hmm. sport tent. The thing that revolutionized my relationship to the beach. Sport tent. Like four or five summers ago now. I think five summers. The sport tent. That yeah. thing is amazing. Pops up. I'm covered the whole time. Still wear sunblock because I like to go in the water. But when I'm not in the water, I can just curl up in a ball, take a nap in that thing. Yeah. Get no sun. It's great. But I fucking forgot it. So I'm using your mom's... Umbrella sucks. Sunbrella slash umbrella, which is, I don't know, approximately 18 inches diameter. <laughs> no, it's got a good size. Your mom has a good one. Uh, but it's not great. She's not going to listen to this. And it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's nothing compared to the sport tent. I no. mean, this thing is... They're two different categories. Yeah. It's the the design. I mean, these things are not built to withstand a stiff wind. Which like is the point. Minus shade, of course. I guess that's the point. (laughs) Yeah. Like it just can't. The thing is not. It's not great. And uh, it's blowing all over the place. I finally, you know, I had to work hard to get the thing anchored correctly. Um, After a couple fails. After a couple wind tumbles yeah. and you finally like you asked somebody, you asked a fairly unfriendly woman to borrow a bucket. You covered the base in sand. Yeah. You're like, OK, it's sturdy. And then it remained there for what? An hour, an hour and a half. Yeah. And then this little shit comes over <laughs> and he's like, oh, he's got a whistle and a badge and a visor. Yeah. I I feel like he had a clipboard, too. No, maybe a walkie. Uh and also insecurely delivering the information with like a mumble. Mm. So it was like, oh, could, could you like um, like move your umbrella back because um, the water? And I was like, what? You're like, do you even work here? <laughs> like, I was like, what do you? I was like, I don't know what you're saying. And he was I was like, in the water at this point. Yeah. I had no idea this was happening. And Eddie's just like watching. And, uh He's like, can you just like move your umbrella back? Cause like the water line, I go, I literally don't understand what you're saying. You want us to move the umbrella back because of the water? I was like, what does that mean? I was like, I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> and he was like, you're, like you're blocking the view. I was like, of who? Like, I thought he meant like people yeah. had complained or something. Yeah. Like, this is just a regular standard beach umbrella. Like, yeah. and there were a number of other ones around us. I was just like, I I was like, I'm missing some key element in yeah. this request. And he was like, um, well, because the lifeguard can't see. I was like, you mean the lifeguard I'm looking at right now? In a tower. In a tower? Can't see past my umbrella. Is that what you're saying? Like, past this floral pattern, like... It's not 18 inches, but at most it's like four feet across. And I definitely had like a tone, but I also just like did not understand what he was saying. Like I could not wrap my head around it. Yeah. Like if he approached and said, hi, miss, I am the lifeguard captain. I'm I'm the I manage all the lifeguards. I'm the supervisor of the beach. Uh, I know I'm only 19 and I'm covered in pimples, but I do have authority. And one of the regulations that I'm here to enforce is our umbrella rule. And our umbrella rule says that you can't have an open umbrella in front of the lifeguard stand. If you want to bring an umbrella, it has to be 
equal to where the stand is or behind it. Which like which if, is what the rule is. Which if that's the case, then put up fucking signs. Yeah, and and I heard after he left, after he enforced the rule amongst our us and like other people around us, I heard them having to enforce that with other people and the other lifeguards doing it didn't use any of the same language he did. Oh my god. So it was all like very unclear and uh, a bunch of fucking assholes. Yeah. And Eddie's theory was like there was a um I'm not sure what ethnicity they were, but they were speaking Spanish and they were brown and they were next to us. Yeah, this was and, beach gerrymandering. And our our uh umbrella was fine and then like of that family sat down next to us, they put up an umbrella, they got asked to take theirs down. So we think it was racism. Yeah. We think that they were covering up their racism and asking us to take our umbrella down also because it wasn't until they arrived that that umbrella was asked to be moved. That may be true. I also think it might have just been like new lifeguard training season stuff. Like the supervisor's like, guys, I've worked here for a year now. I was here last summer. Yeah. And these are some of the rules you're going to have to get used to. So I'm let's like, just deliver the information in a clear, coherent way. So then he... I, and I, so then I'm finally, I'm like, well, that, and I'm doing this thing, you know, when I do this, where I was like, well, that literally makes no sense to me, but okay, great. And <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can see her perfectly clearly from here. Don't really understand how this tiny umbrella is blocking the view, but sure. Great. We'll move it. And he was like, I mean, I can help you. I was like, okay. I was like, yeah. Cause this was a real pain in the ass to put in the ground. So have at it. And then he just walked away and I was like, this fucker offered to like help move this goddamn thing. So then we take the umbrella out and like after I'm just like, or we like took it we down. Just collapsed yeah, it. we just collapsed it. And as I'm doing that, I just like look at him as he's like on the lifeguard mound, which is like, I don't know, 20 feet away. I was like, hey, thanks for your help. <laughs> <laughs> All of which just makes me really want to disappear. I'm just like, I don't want any conflict. I just want to. And then there was a pregnant woman sitting like a little bit in front of us with the tiniest yeah. umbrella that she clearly needed because she's fucking pregnant. Hers looked like a hat umbrella, like and one I kept, of those clown umbrellas. And I kept joking afterwards being like, I was like, oh, well, they should probably ask her to take that one down. Like yeah. being like, this is so ridiculous, of course. And then they did ask her to yeah. take it down. And look, I'm a rules person. Like I, you know, sometimes you just have to enforce rules and people want to follow the rules. Or I, obviously people don't want to follow the rules, but like fair fair is fair, but like just like do it with uh do it with confidence and clarity. Yeah, like it feels so fucking irrational and pointless if you can't even explain what the rule is yeah yeah like and we'd been sitting there for an hour and a half with the fucking lifeguard and that i also said that to him too i was like so the past hour and a half we haven't been blocking the water line but now yeah now we are yeah. currently you know it's the rule i was like yeah but what what is it what is the rule <laughs> yeah he didn't know who he was dealing with yeah so that's ocean beach which is like the public <laughs> beach uh, which is it's it's a delight. There's a boardwalk. It uh, is. There's some like old timey arcade. There's a a pavilion. There was a fucking polka 
conference going on? Or? Polka fans, welcome. Polka, polka fans, welcome. Concert. I don't know what was going on with the there polka. Was, they always have polka there, actually. I remember from childhood. Uh, your folks like to go on romantic walks on the boardwalk. We've gone on several, like a few now, uh, post-Thanksgiving dinner. Like a wintertime uh, walk. A winter beach walk, mm-hmm. which is very nice. And then we've got around the corner, like a 10-minute drive away, we've got Waterford Beach, mm-hmm. which is the... Is it private? Or it's just no. a different town? It's not private, but non-Waterford residents have to pay more than Waterford residents. Yeah. But it was private my whole childhood. Oh. So, which drove me crazy because I knew it was a much nicer beach and I wanted to go there so bad. And so I would have to like beg my friends that lived in Waterford to like take me there with them. Yeah. Um, And then I think it became public. I don't know. It became public within the past like 10 years or something. But growing up, it was the beach you couldn't go to. And we were always trying to figure out... Emily Johnson and I were always trying to figure out ways to get into that beach somehow. <laughs> Exclusive beach. And now you did. And today did. we went and uh, they had rules also. When you arrive. I hoodwinked them. There is a marker board. Oh. At the top of the well, path. Well, first, first when we drove in. Oh, you hoodwinked the entrance. Yeah, yeah. the Because so for non-Waterford residents, it's $30, which we were mentally prepared to pay. And then. The girl who I've decided her name is Kelsey. Uh, I really, when you said Kelsey, I was like, oh, yeah. she must have a name tag on. She looks exactly she like a like Kelsey. A, she looked like a Kelsey. And she uh, she was like, oh, are you a Waterford resident? And it felt like I skipped a beat, but I think I covered my tracks. And I just went, oh, yeah. She was like, oh, okay, then it's $5. I was like, great. Like waiting to see if she was going to follow up with a like, let me see your ID or something. And she didn't. She just needed a yes. And so $30 went to $5, baby. That's pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. So then, yeah, we went in. We parked. I I loaded up the cart. We can talk about the cart, how much I love this beach cart. You love it? I mean, we have two and a half hours to fill, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Ross just leaned in to see how far in we are. Um, But no, the the rules at Waterford aren't uh, delivered by... Uh, pimply lifeguards because there's no lifeguards on duty. At That's Waterford, not true. There were all. lifeguards all over the place. Oh yeah, there was a sign that said no lifeguard on duty. There were right. Yeah, that's weird. Anyway, they were written but on they don't a marker a board on a sandwich, like on an easel, at the top of this beautiful path. And my favorite was uh, it was like no dogs, no glass containers, no alcohol, no excessive PDA. And it's like I come to the beach to excessively publicly affect. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I'm here to publicly yeah. display my affection yeah. Yeah. for my wife, mm-hmm. for my friends Eddie and Gregory. Yes. I am going to penetrate people. Okay? <laughs> Is that excessive? Is it excessive? Well, as we discussed, like PDA can mean anything. Yeah. You know, for anybody. And so I'm going to need another whiteboard that, clarifies yes a sidebar what? whiteboard i need like a michael scott style breakdown whiteboard breakdown of like what pda yeah is. we first we define what pda is yeah public display of affection some of those high school kids they don't even know what that is i feel like but it is totally directed at like the high school kids because there are like a lot of high school kids there i don't know i think adults get inappropriately frisky sometimes too 
I don't know. Maybe I, not at Waterford I think, Beach. I think at Waterford Beach, I think it's like a teenager thing. Yeah. That they're they're saying that. But what teenager is going to stop to like read the bullet points? Because that marker board had a lot of bullet points. I know. I'm like, who wrote that? Like, I don't know. It is kind of a testament to the difference between Waterford and New London, yeah. I think. Yeah. Like Ocean Beach is like, it's definitely the beach where like. It's way more diverse. Pregnancies are occurring. <laughs> there might be a an ocean abortion happening. Hun. Uh, people drive from different areas of Connecticut to come. And so we were going to go to Ocean Beach today, but then there was like a line down the street to get into the the beach. And I yeah. was like, can we just go to like the nicer beach, please? I want to see my friend Kelsey. Kelsey, hi. Um, My cramps are really kicking in. Yeah, we can wrap it up in like 25 more minutes. <laughs> No, uh, you guys, thanks for listening to our vacation episode. Our vacation episode at 1 a.m. where we're just trying to fill some time. <laughs> we're just literally uh, getting episode 49 done. We're crossing it off the list. They're not all going to be winners, you know? It's like sometimes it's just us sitting down at my childhood dining room table. Actually, this is not my childhood dining room table, but in my childhood dining room and doing the best we can. You know? Yeah. And, uh, you know. I've been up since 6 a.m. with my fucking dog daughter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, successful podcasts are built on... Filler episodes. Occasional <laughs> mediocre episode. That's, uh, that's true. I guess that's why I was like, I wanted to just do it like, we'll be back next week, folks. I was like... I know podcasts that do that. Like we missed, we're not doing this week, but come back next week. Yeah. When we have ba ba ba. But instead we gave you ooh, 31 minutes. It'll probably be more like 28, 29. Uh, well, we also have an eight minute clip from before your chemical burns. Eight minutes. Yeah. That I, think, was? I think we recorded. No, we recorded for eight minutes and then I stopped recording. Oh, and so there's an additional eight yeah, minutes. Yeah. I so see. So this is probably going to time out to be about forty minutes. And if anybody's still listening, I hope you enjoyed that breakdown. If anybody's still listening, just know that my biggest regret is not uh, forming a more intimate relationship with my parents. <laughs> my biggest regret. What's your biggest regret? Um, my biggest regret. Well, I don't really believe in regrets, but oh. if I were to, uh, is it a regret? I, it makes me sad when I think about how insecure I was as a kid when it came to like performance. Mm. Like, you know, I danced and I sang and I acted and I, I think I have those skills, but I was so insecure and yeah. really did not believe in myself at all and kind of thought it was pointless to try because I couldn't do it perfectly. Yeah. And risk taking was like reserved for drugs and alcohol only. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Is that a regret? Yeah. Yeah. It makes me a little sad. 
Yeah, maybe you can have a whole different life. Like maybe. But I don't want to be any of those things. So I guess it's like fine. But I don't know. I have like some like Fakakta story in my head that's like, if I had just been more secure and confident, I could have gone to a college that would have been better suited to me and blah, 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 blah. But it's like, this is, uh, it all took me to here. Mm-hmm. Every step led me to you, baby. Yeah, like if you, yeah, if you stuck it out, you could, maybe you'd be like this movie star totally <laughs> out of my league or Broadway dancer. Never. I don't think that was in the cards. No, I'd be here alone in your childhood home. Oh, man. Without you. And they're like, why are you here? And I'm like, well, string theory, parallel universes, stuff like that, you know? This yeah, is man. this is the universe where like for some reason I am in your family but not because I married your daughter. Oh, yeah, 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 like somehow you're here in another way. Yeah, like maybe I married Dave. There is a universe, parallel universe theory says there's a universe where anything else is possible and there's one where Dave and I are gay and we're married. Or maybe you're the neighbor next door. Yeah. It's me and my three kids and two dogs. Yeah. I live right next door. Wild. That exists at this very moment in another plane. Shut up. Uh, I did watch an alien documentary this morning at seven in the morning. That's what's great about a dog. You just start living life at all hours of the day. I assume it's the same with kids. I think it is. And I think that's why people get really tired. Yeah. Uh, guys, I'll be performing in Boston Friday night at, uh, oh, where's that gig? <laughs> oh, somebody gave me a spot in Boston. I'll be in Boston all weekend. Check your Instagram. Uh, yeah, I'll Check be, the whole I'll, bear report. I'll put it on my stories or something. Oh, but what is that? Now I'm like, I should know what that is because it's, I'd, oh, here's what I'll say. If you're in Boston, you happen to listen. And you got shows going on. Help a help a guy out. I'd love to perform while I'm in town. And I'm sending out all the feelers, all the emails, not getting many responses. I'm starting to take it personally. What a bunch of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry. Keep going with your shows. Oh no, that's it. Uh, Just keep an eye out on your gram. Ow, on your gram. <laughs> I think my calendar on my website is the best place to go. That's going to be my call to action. Check out my calendar at patrickholbert.com for all upcoming shows. And also, we've got uh, World Pride happening. It's happening all month in New York, but the official huge Pride weekend is next weekend in Manhattan. Um, I am planning, hopefully I don't talk myself out of it, on marching with um, the group Thank God for Abortion, uh, which is a activist group um, led by Viva Ruiz. Um, really amazing work. They're like out there in them streets talking about abortion and sex education and how it is a queer issue and a human rights issue. Um, so... I've never participated in the parade. I've gone and, and watched, but I don't know. It just felt like I'm the most out I've ever been. Like queer, poly, femme, feminist, whatever. Uh, the abortion fight is real and it just feels like 
this is my time to roll up on the parade. So I plan on marching in that next week. And there's lots of amazing events going on. So, and it's just like a fun time to be in the city. Like people are just, it makes me cry every year because <laughs> it's just like love is everywhere. Yeah, it's a pretty amazing thing. Well, it feels we got to get up those clips of what we shot a few years ago. Yeah, we did a we did an episode of our YouTube sensation nailing it a pride episode where Eddie actually um, goes on a tour of the city with us and we like talk to people. Um, Eddie Mraz, friend of the show, just always been a supportive figure in our lives. Uh, so we should post some clips of that too. Yeah. Um. But I'm going to face plant into a bed and curl up with my dog. Um, but honey, thanks for setting up the gear and making this happen and, you know, tolerating your very tired wife. No problem. It's so worth it. It's our best episode yet. <laughs> uh, I'll be at Nick's Comedy Stop Friday night, Boston. I'll see you there. Thanks for listening. Bye. Maybe that's the ending. It's me being like, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> <laughs>